Thank you for taking time to study with us today on Drawing Near. If you have any questions or comments about today's study, or spiritual things in general, feel free to contact me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. When trying to oversee a group of individuals, it may become difficult to treat each person the same. There will likely be some that a leader is naturally drawn to, and others that they do not particularly care for. Today on Drawing Near, we are reminded that we are not to be a respecter of persons. We are not to display bias and favoritism. I invite you to take your Bible, turn to 1 Timothy chapter 5, and join me as we examine bias and partiality. As we prepare for today's study, join me as we go to the Lord in prayer. Father in heaven, we thank you today for your word and for all that you've done in making yourself and your will known to us. And Father, we thank you that you know our hearts, our minds, our strengths and weaknesses, and you address them in your word. I'm grateful that you bring these things to our attention and guide us into righteousness. Help us, Father, to know our own hearts and to know our tendencies and to address them in a way that honors you and the Lord Jesus Christ. Guide us in our study now. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. In 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 21, we read, I solemnly charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus and of his chosen angels to maintain these principles without bias, doing nothing in the spirit of partiality. In verse 21, Paul is giving Timothy a charge, a command. He is entrusting to him a responsibility that Timothy must solemnly execute. This is a critical kind of statement. It stresses the urgency of the importance of these directives. He says, I solemnly charge you, and then notice what he says, in the presence of God, of Christ Jesus, and of his chosen angels, his chosen messengers. Paul doesn't simply tell Timothy, I charge you, or I solemnly charge you, but rather he calls in as witnesses. He's saying God is watching, Christ is watching, his chosen messengers are watching. In front of all of these, it emphasizes, it stresses to Timothy the importance of doing exactly what Paul is saying. So he's charging Timothy in the presence of these witnesses to maintain these principles without bias. He is to do nothing in a spirit of partiality. If we want to understand how important our biases, our prejudices, our favoritism, partiality is, all we need to do is to look at the language of verse 21. It's almost as though Paul is telling Timothy, above all things, don't be partial. Above all things, be fair and treat everyone the same. We are told in the New Testament that God is not a respecter of persons, and we are not to be a respecter of persons either. We don't treat one person harshly and another person in an easy, lax sort of way because we favor one person or another. Maybe someone is nicer to us, more polite to us, than another individual. Maybe some people are more critical while other people seem to favor us. There are lots of different reasons why we may show partiality. It may be gender-based. 
We may show partiality to women over men or vice versa, or older people over younger people. There may be personality types that we favor over others. It doesn't matter. We need to understand we are not to be partial. When applying the truths of God's Word, when treating people within the body of Christ, we are to treat all the same. In Christ Jesus, there is neither Jew nor Greek, male or female, slave or free. We are all one. We are all the same. God doesn't elevate one person over another, and we are not to do that either. So, Timothy is strongly encouraged, strongly challenged, to maintain these principles without bias and do nothing in a spirit of partiality. In verse 22, Paul further says, Do not lay hands upon anyone too hastily, and thereby share responsibility for the sins of others. Keep yourself free from sin. This verse talks about putting people in places of authority, ordaining or laying hands on someone who is to be an elder or a deacon. Timothy is not to be very, very quick to acknowledge someone as ready to be in leadership. Paul wants him to be careful to go slowly in doing this. That's why he says, don't do this hastily. The reason for this is some individuals may demonstrate some kind of skill or ability early on, but when given a position of leadership, a position perceived to have power, then sometimes things come out about a person that we didn't see before. Not everyone can handle leadership, authority, or power. Not everyone is the same all the time. We need to see that a person consistently, over a long period of time, meets the qualifications for leadership. We certainly do not want to put someone in leadership and see them sin and do damage to the body of Christ and share in that responsibility. And it's important that we understand, when we fail to do this, when we rush too quickly to put someone in leadership and authority, we do share in the responsibility of the damage that they do. We need to be careful. There is no timeline, there is no age that we have to adhere to in order to get somebody in a position of leadership. Way too often, churches see the urgency or the need of someone in a position and they rush to judgment. They just force them in. It is much, much better to take our time and to make sure that an individual is qualified spiritually and emotionally and physically to handle the responsibilities. It is much easier to take our time and put the right person in a position rather than afterwards have to remove a person from position. It does great damage to the body of Christ when you have to call someone out of a position or leadership. We need to understand this. And then Paul says at the end of verse 22, keep yourself free or pure from sin. We're to make sure we don't show partiality. We're to make sure in that same vein that we don't rush to put someone that we like or that we quickly perceive as qualified in a position of leadership. All of these things have to do with someone else, but they primarily have to do with Timothy or the person in leadership. Keep yourself free from sin. Examine your motives. Examine your heart. Take an honest assessment of your heart and life. In order to keep ourselves free from sin, 
We need to be in the Word of God. We need to be communing with God through prayer. We need to be led by the Holy Spirit. And we need to receive godly counsel from others. We need to take great pains to keep sin from our lives in even the smallest areas. Because sin is like a cancer. When it gets a tiny little place in our lives, it grows and grows and grows. These instructions are not simply for leaders. Every person in the body of Christ needs to be careful of showing partiality or bias. We need to be careful not to rush to judgment, not to hastily approve or disapprove of people. We need to take our time and allow the fruit of the individual to show clearly what kind of person they are. Not that we need to be the judge of everyone's heart, but what we need to do is make sure we don't put people in leadership positions and teaching positions who aren't qualified. We want every generation of our people in the church to have godly leaders. We want everyone to be ministered to by people who are true ministers and servants. We don't need people who have sinful tendencies to be put up front. We need godly leaders. And God has given us qualifications and requirements. He's given us standards. They're standards we all need to meet, but especially our leaders need to meet these standards. And we need to honestly, with integrity, apply these principles to the lives of those that we put in leadership. Father in heaven, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this teaching. How immensely practical are these things for us. I pray, Father, that you would help us to be like you in not being a respecter of persons and not showing partiality, but to love people evenly and equally across the board, to treat people, whether they treat us good or bad, to treat people well, to love them. Help us also, Father, to be very, very careful of our own heart and our own attitude, to help keep ourselves free from sin. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.